this morning. Um, and what they are is they are the memory verse um, that corresponds to each of the demands that we've been teaching through as a church. And um, they're all for you in one place. And so a great summer project would be to say, I'm going to commit to memory these verses. And um, what these verses really do is they, they kind of take that week's demand and they try to kind of encapsulate it into, into one, one place for you. And um, what I've asked some different families to do is this. The way that we preached through this series is we preached through it very much like our play button, Make Disciples, that says worship, community, and share. Because really we talk about this all the time, but it begins with a love relationship with the Lord. And the, the very first thing was being born again. You must be born again. And without that, there isn't real community. Without that, you can share, but you're really not on mission for God. And so what we're going to do this morning is I've asked the, the Barrow family to just read through these, these demands that all center around our love relationship with God and just getting right with God. And we've just kind of boiled that into to one word called worship here. Kind of the opening um, uh, series that we did to this was talking about this idea of demanding and the fact that not only is the Christian life really, really hard, um, it's actually impossible. It really is. It's impossible to walk in these ways. And so we, we really need to be supernaturally empowered to do this. Ephesians 2.8 says this, For it is by grace that you have been saved through faith, This and, and this not from yourselves. It is a gift of God, not by works, so that no one can boast. Barrows, take it away. Born again. 2 Corinthians 5.17 Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. The old has gone, the new has come. Believe me, Proverbs 3, 5. Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways acknowledge him and he will make your path straight. Put on the new man, 2 Corinthians 4, 16 through 17. Therefore, we do not lose heart. Though outwardly we are wasting away, yet inwardly we are being renewed day by day. For our light and our momentary troubles are achieving for us an eternal glory that far outweighs them all. Stand firm. Hebrews 10.23 Let us hold unswervingly to the hope we profess, for he who promised is faithful. Abide. Psalm 42.1 As the deer pants for the... Streams of water, so my soul pants for you, O God. My soul thirsts for you, God, for the living God. When can I go and meet with God? Joyful always. First Thessalonians five sixteen through eighteen. Be joyful always. Pray continually. Give thanks in all circumstances, for this is God's will for you in Christ Jesus. Rich. All right. Pray for us in regards to worship. I uh, just want to share a little something that's helped me over the last couple of years uh, kind of get my day started abiding in Christ. Uh, made a discipline that when I wake up in the morning, before I get out of bed, before I get my day started, I uh, one of the verses that I call to mind is a promise from the Bible. It's John uh, 15, uh, 5, and it's Jesus says, apart from me, you can do nothing. And before I even put my feet on the ground, I just pray that verse. I say, Jesus, this is a promise. Apart from you, I can do nothing. So help me not to do anything apart from you today. And uh, that kind of gets me started realizing that this day, if it's going to be anything of eternal worth, needs to be in complete dependence on God. So let's pray towards that end. 
Father, we thank you for um, for making the entrance into the Christian life easy for us in that you you gave us a gift and all we needed to do was accept this free gift of your grace. And uh, Lord, that uh, it's something so simple that even a, even a child could do it. Even the poorest person in the world could afford to become a Christian because it just involves accepting a gift. And uh, Lord, as we accept that gift, we uh, we want to be out of gratitude, obedient to you. And Lord, uh, we've, we've heard this morning from the scriptures uh, that the Pharaoh's read, we've been reminded that uh, we need to trust in you. We need to believe in you. We need to put our faith in you. We need to put on Christ. We need to be joyful always. All these things we're incapable of doing on our own, but through your strength, we can live the Christian life. That's the only way we can live it. So Father, help us to uh, not rely on our own power, but rely on your power, Holy Spirit, and give you the glory for the results. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Cummins family. Love like Jesus. 1 John 2, 5. But if anyone obeys his word, God's love is truly made complete in him. This is how we know we are in him. Whoever claims to live in him must walk as Jesus did. Love your neighbor. Romans 13, 8. Let no debt remain outstanding except the continuing debt to love one another. For he who loves his fellow man has fulfilled the law. The commandments do not commit adultery, do not murder, do not steal, do not covet, and whatever other commandment there may be are all summed up in this one rule. Love your neighbor as yourself. Love does no harm to its neighbor. Therefore, love is the fulfillment of the law. Serve in unity. Philippians 2. 2, 1 through 3. If you have any encouragement from being united with Christ, if any comfort from his love, if any fellowship with the Spirit, if any tenderness and compassion, then make my joy complete by being like-minded, having the same love, being one in spirit and purpose. And do nothing out of selfish ambition or vain conceit, but in humility consider others better than yourselves. Love your enemy. Luke 6:35 But love your enemies, do good to them, and lend to them without expecting anything back. Then your reward will be great, and you will be sons of the Most High, because he is kind to ungrateful and wicked, to the ungrateful and wicked. Oh. <laughs> Obey your parents. Ephesians 6, 1. Children, obey our parents in the Lord, for this is right. Honor your father and your mother, which is the first commandment with a promise, that it may go well with you and that you may enjoy long life on earth. Um, just before I have Greg Holsklaw come and uh, just kind of pray for us in, in the community aspect of, of things, um, I'm, I'm going to ask Jenny, Jenny Cook to come on up and share about something that's starting up new. As she's sharing, um, we're just going to take a, a couple minutes, and um, if anyone wants to share just um, how God's been using community groups in your life uh, over the last season of time, and, and how he's sharpened you or encouraged you. Uh, maybe you've been able to be a blessing uh, to someone in your community group. Maybe they've been a blessing to you. Maybe you guys have had an opportunity to go out and, um, and just serve together, cry with each other. Um, just from right where you are sitting, after Jenny shares this brief announcement, um, I'd like you just to, just to pop up and just kind of give God praise 
um, of what he's doing as we're coming together and obeying the scriptures to come and just do life together. So, Jenny, come on up. Um, I just wanted to share with you, um, this coming Wednesday, there's going to be a new women's Bible study happening here at NBC. So for 15 weeks, I know that sounds a little bit long, but it's well worth it. Um, we'll be meeting here from 7 to 9 on Wednesday nights, and that will take us through the first week of October. Um, the reason why I felt led to do this Bible study was that God has done an amazing work in my heart and transformed me this past year as I've gotten into the Word, and he's shown me how to apply um, some scriptural principles into my life. And I found that real change happens when you just do more than just read the Bible or do more than lead a Bible study or do more than do this. It comes when you ask the Lord by his Spirit to unite those thoughts, those truth, and start living them out. And you fail sometimes, and you, God picks you back up, and you have another opportunity to try again. And pretty soon, those new things start happening in you, and the old has passed away, and the new has come. And so, um, in particular, this has really helped me in my marriage. Um, I've known my husband's unconditional love for me these past 14 years, but I've been sort of stuck. Like, what does that look like, to love unconditionally? Um, so, one area for me was Romans 12:1, where God would show me I'm to offer myself up as a living sacrifice. And then also, um, love your neighbor as yourself, and love God with your heart, your soul, and your mind. But what do those things mean? I had all these feelings, like I could obey perfectly on the outside, but inwardly I was like, I'm mad, I'm frustrated, I'm let down, and I'm hurt. What do I do with these feelings? And I was like stuck with all these things. Well, God has led me to his word, and he has taught me that just shall live by faith, not by emotions. Um, he has taught me that once I've learned to love him with my heart, soul, and mind, then he can love others through me without a human love but the agape love the father's love and this totally freed me up to take away human expectation in love and forgiveness and grace so that is to whet your appetite and i just want to say this is um the title is called the way of agape and that means the way of god's love not human love and it's called understanding god's love by nancy missler so anyways it's an awesome study i really encourage you to come out and if you're not in a study right now, the way you grow is learn God's word, be around other people, and start applying um, the scripture into your life. And she says here, um, when, whenever there is a relationship, God's way of agape is needed. It really doesn't matter if you have been a Christian seven months or seven years or 77 years. It doesn't matter how many scriptures you know, how many prayers you say, how many Bible studies you lead, or even how many books you write. It's still a moment-by-moment choice to love God. And to lay your life down to him so that his love can be poured forth through you. So I hope that whets your appetite. Come check us out, and I'll be praying that many women come. Also, Wednesday morning, Vivian Rose leads a group. So if evenings don't work out, she'd love to have you. They're going through a great book, The Pursuit of Holiness. So just get plugged in. It makes a difference. Thank you. Thanks, Jenna. <clears throat> so on that note, um, some of you have been have been tasting of this and been committed to um, to being a part of groups, and uh, some weeks it's highly inconvenient. Uh, give it up for the men's group that meet at 6.30 uh, a.m. Uh, but, uh, but I just want to hear, just to share with the community, what are some of the things God has been doing in your life just through um, the variety of community groups that we have? And, and sometimes, that, sometimes that looks like a one-on-one mentoring relationship. There's, a, there's some of those that are happening, just, just two people getting together and just um, pushing on each other and pouring into each other's lives. Um, so 
just kind of open it up to the community here to kind of share and give God praise for some of the things he's been doing in your life through, uh, through just the community here at the church. Well, I don't think I have much, much to add to any of these stories. Uh, just the obvious observation that you can't be in community all by yourself. Um, day in, day out, night, night in and out. Uh, yeah, you know, sometimes we're stuck in front of the, the flickering tube or the flickering computer doing different things. And, and that has, you know, it feels like we're interacting with people, but being with people, flesh and blood, living life together, picking up heavy couches and throwing them in trucks, um, or, or just spending a night, you know, conversing with each other. That's, that's true community. That's, that's what God, you know, wants us to be part of. So let me just let me just pray just about this community and and what we're doing here at Neighborhood Bible. Lord God, you are you are awesome. You're an awesome God, and and you give us the example of unity and of living in community. When when you let us listen to Jesus' prayer in John, where he's just praying to you and and asking that all of us could be have the same unity that you, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit have, and that our love could be just like your love, Lord God, that you. You give us that example with the, the Holy Trinity, working in community, having these holy conversations of how they're going to save humanity, Lord. And it's just awesome that, that you are unified, and that you are like one mind, and that and Jesus is praying that we would be that same way, that we would be unified, that we would have like mind, and that we'd be living together under one purpose of, of extending your kingdom, of proclaiming your gospel, and showing your love here in the world, Lord God. And help us, help us actually do that. Help us not let any divisions or any sins or any conceits get in the way. Build up walls that Satan always wants us to divide us and get us lonely and get us in different places. Lord, help us actively work against those schemes of the devil so that we are continually entering into community, Lord God. And, and you ask that, uh, that, we, that we go two by two when we share, Lord, and that's, that's part of our, our goals, that we that we'd be community. John, John says that, that the world will know you, Lord God, by our love, our love to one another first off, and then our love to the world also, Lord. And we can't do that if we're all alone. The world cannot see us loving each other if we're by ourselves and if we're not also out in the world, Lord. So help us continue to think upon those things. Help us not just pass Christians often throughout the week. Help us not live near Christians that we see occasionally. Help us be in each other's lives. Help us be in each other's communities in each other's families, so that we can make a difference. When one's hurting, we're all hurting. And when one's rejoicing, we're all rejoicing. Lord God, these are the things that, that you desire of your followers, that we can continually love each other like you love the Father and the Father and the Holy Spirit. You all love each other. And then you loved us even when we were still enemies, Lord God. Help us do that same thing to the world uh, as the last element here at Neighborhood Bible, that, that this community of worshipers then can share your great and awesome love with the world so that others may know and glorify your name. In these things we pray to you. Amen. Amen. Well, there's uh, there's a bunch of apparent contradictions that as you read through the scriptures and, and even get to know Jesus that, that kind of seem to, to, to jump out at you. And, um, and one of them is this, that uh, we're about to sing a song. I, I really like it because it seems to capture what a lot of, a lot of old hymns lyrically um, – Kind of embed this this idea of persevering and holding on and going till the end and standing firm to the end and finishing the good fight um, and this song really captures that side of it, but the song is called "You Never Let Go 
And the idea is, that's talking about God, that God's the one who's got us. It's his work start to finish. It's by his grace that we're able to continue to ever desire spiritual things. So that's an apparent contradiction, isn't it? Keep striving. Keep pressing on. Keep following after me. Hold on. And then conversely to hear, I'm never going to leave you or forsake you. I'm never going to let go of you. You won't be separated from my love. And if we get too off balance on either one of those, we have some real problems, and we don't live um, the abiding lifestyle that, that Christ calls us to. As we sing this song, I want you to think about something. This last fall, almost a year ago now, Many of you in this room started uh, attending a community group for the first time, or maybe the first time in a really long time. You've decided, I've tried those before, but I'm going to try it again. And um, I've just had a lot of amazing conversations with people that have just said, man, that's, that's part of how God has, has shown that he doesn't let go is when we're in community with others. We have a brother or sister that comes alongside us and reminds us of things we know, and we've probably taught other people before, but we need to hear it sometimes. Just hearing other, other guys that think this way and struggle with this, and, and we draw on each other's strength in that sense. Um, so as we sing this song, um, just be kind of thinking about those things. All right. Well, if you kind of move your way around the play button that we talk about all the time, it starts with a relationship with God. God calls us into community with other believers. Uh, we had a two-day garage sale the last two days, and I feel like I met half the Christians in our neighborhood. It was unbelievable. We got to share the Lord with people uh, nonstop. We got blessed by conversations with people. Um, and every time I just wanted to find out, hey, where do you go to church? Where do you fellowship at? How's that going? And, uh, and, and invite them here if they, if they didn't have a, a place of worship. But God hasn't called us to come and gather in buildings and just keep coming, coming, coming. He really has called us to gather and be encouraged, gather and praise his name, gather and build the body up and rebuke and correct and encourage, but then scatter with the message and share it. And um, I think about Gonzalo, who just got back from Mexico, and certain things that are formal uh, NBC church things, other things where, where our people are just out in places that God's called them, whether it's uh, on a bike or, or, um, or taking a meal somewhere or whatever else, but we're called to share. And I want to have you just listen to the Donato family. They're going to read um, some of these verses that we've been talking about, these demands that we have to share uh, what we've been given. So go ahead, guys. Be fruitful and multiply. Psalm 127.1, unless the Lord builds the house, its builders labor in vain. Unless the Lord watches over the city, the watchmen stand guard in vain. Remember me, John 6.51, I am the living bread that came down from heaven. If anyone eats of this bread, he will live forever. This bread is my flesh, which I will give for the life of the world. Influence your world, Romans 1.16. I am not ashamed of the gospel because it is the power of God for the salvation of everyone who believes, first for the Jew, then for the Gentile. For in the gospel, a righteousness from God is revealed, a righteousness that is by faith from first to last, just as it is written. The righteous will live by faith. Stand beside the lonely. Psalm 68, 4. Sing to God. Sing praise to his name. Extol him who rides on the clouds. His name is the Lord, and rejoice before him. A father to the fatherless, a defender of widows, is God in his holy dwelling. God sets the lonely in families. He leads forth the prisoners with singing. But the rebellious live in a sun-scorched land. Preach when it is easy and hard, part one. Second Timothy 4.2 Preach the word. Be prepared in season and out of season. 
correct, rebuke, and encourage with great patience and careful instruction. For each one is easy and hard, part two. First Timothy 4.16 Watch your life and doctrine closely. Persevere in them, because if you do, you will save both yourself and your hearers. Thanks, you guys. I want to invite uh, Mindy and Lizzie up, and uh, we're going to do kind of a prayer send-off for Lizzie right now. Again, sometimes this sharing happens in a very formal kind of a way, um, a uh, you know weeks and months long missions trip that's planned. Other times it's a moment by moment spontaneous kind of thing. So uh, Mindy is a part of our Go Team Global Outreach Team that uh, that meet every month, and and they're going to do some prayer. So as hopefully most of you know, um, Lizzie is headed to Japan. Tomorrow. <laughs> um, and we are so thankful that we get to be a part of um, just encouraging her and sending her out. We give God praise that her trip is fully funded and that she is um, headed out with blessing from so many of you. And we're just going to pray for her. So what's a few things that we can specifically pray for? Um, especially for today or tomorrow. <laughs> uh, safety and the hearts of the people I'll be getting to know. And then just that I'll be obedient to God's, to God's leading. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, Lord, we just thank you for um, Lizzie's obedience so far and following you um, in in your guidance on this trip. Lord, we pray that your hand would just be upon her, um, not only as she travels there and back, uh, but also day-to-day living while she's there. Lord, we pray that you just keep her safe um, in body and in spirit. Lord, um, as she asked us a few weeks ago, we just pray that you would break her heart for people that she meets, Lord, that she would just feel your compassion and your love for them in a way that can't be explained. And, Lord, that that compassion and love would just um, give her boldness, Lord, that you would give her your words and that she would um, have the opportunity to change lives there um, and that she would come home changed too. Lord, I pray that we would just continue to keep her in our hearts and lift her up to you day by day over the next weeks as she's gone. And, um, Lord, we just give you all the praise for all that's going to happen over the next few weeks. We thank you for this opportunity, and we thank you for Lizzie going. And um, just pray that you go before her and beside her, behind her, every step of the way. In Jesus' name, amen. God, thank you for the promises uh, in your word, God. And I pray that we wouldn't just cling to things that say that you'll always be with us and you'll supply our richest needs. But, God, that we would heed the warnings of Scripture, God, that we would heed uh, the warnings of the prophets of old that said, turn from your ways and follow the commands that God's given to you, or else you'll surely perish. God, you've ushered in, you've laid out so plainly in Scripture the way of life, and it just comes down to a moment-by-moment decision. Do I trust my way of happiness, or do I rest and trust and act on God's way of happiness? And God, we confess this morning that we need you. Father, we need you uh, to, to battle the flesh and the world and Satan, God, as, as we're so drawn away. Um, and yet we're also encouraged by scriptures and passages that tell us not to fear, uh, knowing that you're going to enable and complete the work that, that you've begun in us. God, just now, as we, in a tangible way, we share uh, with the offering, Lord. We thank you for the work that you've given us to do in this neighborhood. We thank you for the projects that you're calling us to, God, in a couple of weeks as a team is going down to Mexico. We pray that you would take energy and skill sets and money and time and multiply it, God. Multiply it and let us be distributors. The way disciples just kept handing out fish and bread and had no idea how or where it was being sustained or coming from. But, God, that we are invited into the mystery um, of ushering in the kingdom is just an, an awesome, humbling thing. 
Father, thank you so much for um, this body of believers, this group of people. God, give us a vision and a passion to add to it, Lord, not because we care about numbers of neighborhood Bible church, Lord, but every single number, every single person that sits in this room is a, is a creature, an eternal being that's been created with intrinsic value and mimicking you, Father. And so I pray, God, that you'd help us to see people that way, to truly love our neighbor, those that we come across in everyday situations. We praise you for the work you're doing in and amongst us right now. In Jesus' name, amen. We want to sing uh, one more song, and it, it would be more of a standing song, but sometimes it's hard to take the offering while you're standing. That just feels awkward. So we're going to stay sitting, but you can tap your toe, bob your head, clap your hands, kind of whatever you want to do. Um, and just to kind of bug you, I'm going to stand since I can. All right. Um, I want to just uh, tell you, uh, actually direct your attention to the bulletin, kind of a... Um, Thing we're doing next week. Uh, it's the 4th of July next week. So uh, if you haven't bought your favorite red, white, and blue hat with streamers, get them now while they're still around. Um, next Sunday, uh, if you show up at this church, bless you, um, you can have a prayer vigil because no one else will be here. It will mean that you forgot what's happening. So um, lock this in that we will not be in this location. We're taking our church on the road. We'll be at Almaden Lake Park. Some of you were with us last year. Um, please do not wear a suit, polyester, cotton, wool, or otherwise. Um, that will go against what we're trying to accomplish out there. I think Rich had an all-Hawaiian theme. Oh, he's got it on today. There we go. There it is. That's, that's really the vibe right there. But a sun hat would probably be good to spare us all from uh, cancer later on. Um, so just we're going to be outside, and we've decided to, um, to take the, the corner lot, which has a giant shade area. It, it, it holds 200 people. So you guys have some work to do at drawing people to come to this. Um, our service will remain at 10.30 because we're a people that are habitual. So we thought we'd keep the service still at 10.30. We're going to be in an outdoor amphitheater. We're going to have some worship music. We're not allowed to project um, electronically, so we're going to project old school with our voices. Um, and we're going to just have a worship service there. The bocce ball tournament starts at 9 a.m. That's just to whet your appetite. Go online. There's an entire page about free to share this year and what's happening with that. Either bring your food or learn about fasting. That's the deal next week. Um, so if you want, the idea would be to bring some food. And it was so cool. I was digging through pictures. I've got a picture of Ben Aldridge chatting with a lady. We just said, bring enough food that if someone comes by, we're like, hey, do you want some ribs? Do you want some potato salad? And here's Ben chatting with a lady at this picnic table. Um, and I've never seen her before since, so I'm assuming I think she was just kind of cruising by and, and took us up on the offer. So that's the kind of vibe that we're going for. We're going to be there from really about 9 until about 4 o'clock. It's a little bit open house. You can come for all day or for part of it, whatnot. We've got face painting for the kids, volleyball, the whole nine yards. Um, and it's going to be an awesome time. So no fireworks. Uh, we, we didn't get a, a permit for that. And doing them at 3 in the afternoon doesn't really work well anyways. So with that said, um, also we have, we have this right here, um, kind of this, this flyer that's going to direct people to our church and just let us kind of know, uh, let people know kind of who we are and whatnot. And we're printing up hundreds of those. And um, I'd love to just see um, our people purposing to, to hand those out. We don't want to be obnoxious about it, but we just want to let people know uh, who we are and what we are about. There's a place called Psycho Donuts. And let me tell you the way I was won over and evangelized by Psycho Donuts. I was at a park with my kids and a guy just walked up and said, 
hey, do you want one of these? And it wasn't like, here, do you want one of these? And so I decided to oblige him. I said, sure. And there was a, a dancing donut on it. And I was, uh, I was immediately hooked, to be honest. It was the owner. It was just the owner cruising around. So I had to go check it out. And I just, I'm looking at this silly piece of paper and a dancing donut. I'm like, you know what? There's people that need the Lord that don't have a church and they don't have a Christian that's invited them. And maybe a silly little flyer just handing it to them and saying, hey, do you want to come to church? And they'll come check it out. So that's my prayer really for, for next week. Um, so come and enjoy it and, and have a good time. If you're on vacation, bummer. We might do it next year. Uh, you can stand right now. Let's all stand as one right now. And um, on your way out, please spend some time sharing the love and uh, meeting someone new. We're going to continue singing and playing because we enjoy that sort of thing. There's a Mexico meeting happening very soon after this service is over. And uh, with that, you're dismissed. We'll see you next week.